All right, one, two, three, let's jam. Okay, that's enough of that. Uh, yo, it's Saturday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And you all know what that means. It is time for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. I am your host. I am the soul survivor jeremy pierce welcome 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 one it all uh got a nice little show for you all today and uh some some news we got more on the charlotte and becky front we also have uh well sad to say more releases so we're going to dive into that but last week we looked at full gear we had our full gear preview and i think i got every let me check the preview one more time hold on because i think i might have i think the only match i got wrong was um eddie kingston but let me see real quick uh, I got the buy-in correctly. I got the Cody and Pac match wrong. I got the super click wrong. So that's two. I got MJF right. I got the inner circle. I got Eddie. So I got three matches wrong. And I got four. No, I got four because I picked Miro to win. Wow. Uh, shows with, um, <laughs> shows what I know. But, uh, today we're going to be looking at Survivor Series, uh, preview, which takes place two Morrow, the pay-per-view, one of the WWE's big six. Yes, I said big six because I also include Money in the Bank and Night of Champions. So no more big four. But for now, um, you guys, you know what's next. So just go on and hit my music. So, uh, let's just, you know, we're going we gonna to dive right into it. Apparently, um, Walter is open to finally moving to the United States. And the main reason is he and his wife are splitting up. Walter is now dating NXT UK superstar Jenny. And for a long time, the WWE wanted Walter to move to the States. Um. I would much rather him stay in the UK because I feel like the moment he moves to the States, he's going to get wasted. And uh, we know what's been going on recently. Sasha, um, in an interview, stated that she was quite upset that Ronda Rousey would come in and started making more money than her. For very obvious reasons that Ronda was making more money than her and that an obvious reason why Sasha should be upset she can only speak for herself what she said but yeah i will be upset too but ronda is uh her contract is up sasha's still here there it is um uh contrary to belief 
Lance Archer did not suffer a concussion after uh, botching that moonsault. He actually suffered a um, he suffered a neck injury. So he is still out. He is a very very good wrestler. Looks like he'll be out for the rest of the year. So hopefully we will um, get an update on Archer when he's going to return. Uh, uh, Jonah Rock, I believe, formerly the man uh, known as Bronson Reed, will debuting. He yeah, made his debut at New Japan Pro Wrestling's Battle in the Valley, and uh, yeah. This is I, I believe I said that this would have been a great, great, great place for him to be over AEW, over Impact. He would do phenomenally well in New Japan. Um, PD Williams is getting uh, fast tracked into a backstage producer role in the WWE. Um, he's uh, worked as a producer for a few. Uh, matches and for a few segments already, so it's 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 great to have a guy like Petey Williams backstage. I mean, he can still wrestle if need be. Whereas Molly Holly is already getting rave reviews as uh, for her work as a backstage producer. Um, she's working the women's segment. She's and she's working alongside T.J. Wilson, another great great mind to have. We have an update on Triple H. You know he had that cardiac event, and Bruce Pitchard says that um he's feeling better. He's coming along. Y'all might put this man into another cardiac event just because of, you know, they're pretty much erasing this man's legacy. And I, I tweeted out that Vince is doing all of this with these releases because he's upset that Hunter made a better promotion than him. That was booked better, that received rave reviews, that put on better quality matches that had better storylines that made sense that his takeovers were received a lot better than the main roster shows that's what's going on it's about ego and sticking with nxt 2.0 may become a tv 14 show as um usa is kind of switching a little bit of their branding for their network and uh, NXT 2.0 needs something and you can see there they've been diving into a little bit more attitude era ish stuff but we will um, we'll see we, 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 we'll see Adam Pierce may be getting a faction if you've been watching TV and paying attention he's just randomly a bad guy now same thing with Sonya they're just okay Okay, um, I don't even know who would be in this faction. Don't know, don't don't know, don't care. Raw saw a slight boost in the ratings this week for its go home show for Survivor Series. Um, let's see, Raw did one point five eight five million in the overnight with a point forty two in the eighteen to forty nine. Um, it's a little bit delayed because of the uh, Veterans Day holiday. This isn't this 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 isn't bad, but 1.85 million. Yeesh. Whew. Long gone are the days of Raw averaging three million viewers. Gone, gone, gone. And sticking with the ratings, 
um, NXT plummeted below 600,000 viewers this week. NXT did 574,000 with a point eleven in the 18 to 49. That is a large, large jump. Remember last week they did about 603,000. So that means they lost around 30,000 viewers. It's not good. That's not good. The they the E should be paying attention to this. You did it to yourselves. And it's getting very, very hard to be a fan of the WWE. It is. Um, TNT did not send out a mandate to AEW that they are that they should require women's wrestling or that there should be at least one match per episode or or even that there should be more women wrestling. Which is I guess a good thing that it it because it, it, it comes across as though if AEW doesn't really it comes off like they they feel like they have to have women's wrestling on the show and not that they care about because we only get one woman's match a show they sometimes get the death spot but it's good that they're doing it because they want to do it so i will i'll give them credit for that i'm kenny omega will be taking time off as he needs multiple surgeries um, and to heal up from naggy injury. So he'll probably be out for the rest of the year. I can see him coming back. Uh, what's the first review? We just have full gear. Revolution. I can see him coming back in time for a revolution. But it's good. It, you know, we we have been told time and again that wrestlers are going to come in and out, uh, have feuds, and then take time off. And Kenny especially, especially needs time off. Sticking with injuries, uh, apparently Hulk Hogan is having some um, bad health issues, and um, you know this is coming from uh, Ric Flair. He said he's still, him and Hogan still keep in touch, and that uh, we, we even Brooks uh, Brooke Hogan's daughter has said it. So Hogan's just having some rough issues. We, you know, we wish him the well, wish the legend well. The WWE are pushing very, very hard for Johnny Gargano to sign a new contract. Now, if you don't know, Gargano, Kevin Owens, and Kyle O'Reilly contracts are all ending soon. I am shocked that the E wants to bring back Johnny Gargano. He doesn't fit the mode of what Vince wants. And NXT is going in a new direction led by Vince, and it remains to be seen where Johnny fits in. Same thing with Candace. Um, Candace's contract will probably be frozen now that she's pregnant and she's on maternity leave. But um, if I was Johnny, I would not resign and I would stay home with my wife. I'm, they, I mean, but he still needs work. He could take indie bookings. Um, they want him to sign a new contract. Organa's contract is actually up in two weeks. 12-3. Yeah, his contract is up in two weeks. We, 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 we'll see. We'll see. Um, the Butcher tore, has suffered a torn bicep during this match on um, Dynamite this past week, so we wish him the best. Um... Uh, a torn bicep. It's, 
that injury is a little, little, little bit weird. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's just Natalia got her five hundred five hundredth win on SmackDown last night, which is great, great milestone. I mean, she's not going to really make it to a thousand. Nobody's going to make it to a thousand, but you know. And our top two news stories. First things first. Let's we got more updates on Charlotte and, <laughs> and Becky. Um, so we're just gonna run this down. So Charlotte is uh, was called out by Dutch Mansu for not believing her promo. Charlotte cuts the same promos every week, and it just comes off as here. I'm Charlotte Flair. She doesn't believe it. There's no oomph in it. But earlier this week. Charlotte and Becky were both doing making the rounds on, on for press tours for Survivor Series, and of course it came up about what's going on between the two. So Charlotte has stated that um, there is an unspoken, unbreakable bond between the four horsewomen. They came up together. They help bring women's wrestling to the forefront, back into the WWE, along with Tenille Dashwood and Paige. Don't ever forget that. Don't let Stephanie McMahon tell you differently. Um, and don't let her tell you differently, even though she refuses to acknowledge AJ Lee. Um, y'all know Charlotte and Becky aren't on, on good terms right now. Um, Charlotte also fired back at critics saying she's tired of some of that critics. People are tired of seeing her win titles all of the time. And she breaks out the gender card saying that if she was a man, would would have rubbed people the wrong way? Yes, we have said the same thing about Triple H. And about John Cena, that all they do were win titles and not put people over. Yes, we have said this. So you cannot play the you cannot play the the gender card. Period. You 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 just can't. Um, we're gonna stick with the Charlotte side of things first before I move over to Becky. Um, Charlotte says that she feels like she's the only adult in the room when in this little feud she has going on with Charlotte. I mean, going on with Becky. Um, she talks about she doesn't use media. You're using media right now. And <laughs> she feels like she's the only one that can really um, get this thing done and bring it back to um, a respectable position. Like saying you feel like saying you feel you're the only adult in the room means you feel like Becky is acting childish when many think you're acting childish. Um, she responded to the comments of uh, that people, the critics saying her comment about gender holding her back. Gender's not holding you back. You you literally are like a 13-time world champ. I get it. We all want to win. It's about the booking and your ego. <laughs> Listen, we're not even we're not we're not we're not even done. We're not even done. Um, she talks about how, why her her friend her and her friendship with Becky um, ended. Um, it's, it's mainly because they both want to be the best and competition breeds competition and egos will clash and that's why you will 
while they stopped being friends. Charlotte also denies that her match with Charlotte uh, with Nia turned into a shoot. No, it turned into a shoot because Nia was going to give you that work. Period. Nia was going to give you that work. Now on the Becky side of things, Becky talks um, about losing it backstage with Charlotte saying, "Listen, listen, listen, listen. There's a there's a right way and a wrong way to go about things." And Becky was ready to do whatever it was to get the job done because she's a professional. And sometimes things happen out there. And pretty much she's saying Charlotte got carried away. And Charlotte was the one acting childish. Um, and she called her out on it. And she just, she, Becky kept it composed in the ring and then flipped out on Charlotte backstage. Because that's where you handle, you handle, handle the backstage. Becky also came at Rick for tell, telling, um, Rick came out and said that, you know, I gifted you the man nickname, this, that, and the third. And Becky's like, listen, I don't care. I ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't gotta, I ain't gotta worry about that, man. He's a legend. I respect him, whatever. He's just jealous. He can keep it pushing. Keep my name out your mouth. She also states that um, there could end up being some real fisticuffs <laughs> between her and Charlotte. Um, it could it could get it, 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 it could get dirty. Um... I don't really know who to blame here. I, I, my heart is like, yo, this is all Charlotte's fault and Charlotte's ego, but it's also because the WWE let this happen and they don't punish people properly. And there is still legitimate heat and animosity between Becky and Charlotte heading into their match at Survivor Series. Hopefully, there will be a hundred percent professionalism, but um. We'll see. And Becky ends it by saying that her friendship with Charlotte is beyond repair. That as long as they're still wrestling, there's no way they can be friends. So don't expect them to be on the same brand ever, 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 ever again. Um, I'm actually excited about this this match Sunday to see what just to see what's gonna happen. It's like when Sasha and Alexa had their little thing. I was ready to see what was going to happen. And and. Uh, sad news just late late in the night we had some more releases on this past Thursday so released from their contracts were John Morrison top dollar Ashanti the Adonis Isaiah Swerve Scott Tegan Knox Drake Maverick Shane Thorne and Jackson Riker now some of these don't really surprise me Riker Thorne Drake Maverick even John Morrison doesn't surprise me. Hit Row and Tegan Knox surprises me. Hit Row. Hit Row was in this weird position because they were just getting their footing in NXT. Vince saw it, stole them, then released B Fab, and then a, a week later released Hit Row. You gotta make it make sense. And of course, they, they uh, cited budget cuts but you had your highest quarter ever um and these releases came out of nowhere out of nowhere you want to know how they came out of nowhere Xavier's doing a show on G4 and he sees it and he had to get up and like leave to compose himself that's what happened I um, mean apparently releases this will be a, a recurring and a, a, a recurring and an occurring thing moving forward 
and they'll always use the excuse of budget cuts. Ty Valkyrie um, called for fans to stop supporting the WWE after these new Rebel releases. She pretty much stated, yo, fuck them. <laughs> I mean, she definitely has a reason to be upset. They, they, she got released and then they released her husband a week later. Um, she says, stop supporting a company that has zero respect for the talent. You love pro wrestling. Spend your money on the hundreds of other alternatives. This is wrong. Ethically, as employers, they don't care about us, talent, or the fans. It's like she said what I said. Disagree, agree to disagree. Like, what, what, what do you want? I love, I love Taya. Love her. Why? Why did she even start in NXT? Now, if she was like there two years ago during the Black and Gold era, you know, she would be a fucking superstar right now. But we got more coming out, mainly about Hit Row. So apparently Hit Row had a little bit of heat before the release, mainly the fact that they were upset that uh, B-Fab got released. Uh, Top Dollar does things online like, you know, working the internet and doing what you're supposed to do but they you know they can't they can't control that um they had released a song about uh b-fab being released there to be they did not like that see what i mean top dollar called WWE official saying yo you were wrong for releasing b-fab and here's the thing the e were making major um, plans for Hit Row before they got released. There was a giant back and forth. Should they be faces or heels? Who should lead the group? Um, it's simple. They should be tweeners. Swerve Scott should lead the group. And now Hit Row is gone. And Swerve is going to get major, major, major uh, looks from other companies. He's just that good. So we will keep an eye and our ears to the floor on to see what happens with with um hit row but this is just this 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 is this is it's not a great situation it's hard to be a fan of this fucking company right now raw is not good nxt is not good and now smackdown is suffering literally the only good thing going on in this company right now is nxt uk that's the only thing they're just chugging along and I'm, I agree with Taya. Raw is coming to Philly in January. I'm not going. I made that decision long ago to not go to Raw. That's how bad the show is. Now, they have time to change my perception. But if AEW comes back to Philly, you damn well know I'll be there. If Impact ever comes back to Philly, you know damn well I'll be there. It's, it's getting harder and harder and harder to be a fan of the WWE. It really is. And now they have a takeover coming up for NXT and it's war games. But do I really care? Do we really, really, really care? Will, will the takeover even be in a large arena? This will be the first takeover with the 2.0 brand. We had Halloween Havoc. That's a TV special. But where you start takeovers being big events. It's getting hard out here in these streets, dog. It, it, it really is. Um, that's the news. We'll be right back. Okay. So. 
we had two go home shows for Survivor Series this week, and we had a Fallout show for Full Gear. So, uh, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> I'm gonna do my best with with these y'all. Um, so we'd open a segment with KO coming out and confronting Big E, and KO was speaking the truth, saying to the uh, to the fact that that I was trying to show that I was a good guy, I was doing good things, but Big E pretty much gaslighted everyone into thinking that KO was bad. So if you want me to be bad, I'm gonna be bad. And that's what KO did. He said, now it can at least be true. That's it. It can at least be true. Um, Big E was then attacked by the Usos. Riddle came out and made the save. So we had Big E and Riddle versus the Usos, which turned into RK Bro and Big E versus Seth and the Usos. It's just whatever. Just do the six-man tag match from the rip. The heels won. That's it. Um, Bianca beat Tamina. Bianca was confronted by Dewdrop afterwards, saying that after Survivor Series, we're going to get into it. When, I'm so sorry. Bianca was confronted by Piper Nevin. And that after Survivor Series, they're going to get into it. Becky and Liv had an in ring promo. Becky spoke some truth, saying that while she was out, she wanted Liv to be on top. She wanted Liv to win. And now that Liv is, that Becky is back, Liv can't have any of that. Liv is the number one contender. And they touched on continuity. Wow, would you look at that? The Street Profits beat the Alpha Academy. Uh, this is a match we've seen multiple times over on fucking SmackDown. This is what I mean when, when I said that when it came to the draft, you shouldn't just move everybody because we're going to get the same matches. They moved Carmella, Liv, and uh, Zelina from SmackDown to Raw. All three of them. All three. You can, you know, you can keep some people on the show. We had 50-50 booking with the women's tag team matches. Uh, Zelina beat Nikki. And then Rhea beat Carmella. And Carmella and Zelina are the number of contenders because, you know, they broke up. All of the teams. Um, KO beat Finn clean. Finn's just wallowing away. AJ and Omas beat Rude and Ziggler for what reason? If this is not going to lead to AJ versus Omas at WrestleMania, then what are we doing here? They haven't even teased any tension. And um, what did it happen? Was right now what's going on is that Omas is doing all the work. AJ's getting a pick. And in the main event, Lashley beat Ray. Because reasons Adam Pierce is a heel now. And here here's here's what doesn't make sense. Adam Pierce takes Ray takes Dominic off the team because the Raw team is full of former world champions and Ray and, and Dom and effectively gets replaced by Lashley. Okay, whatever. Lashley beats Ray. So Pierce takes Ray off the team. And then Austin Theory comes out and beats up Ray and Dom. And then Adam Pierce puts Austin Theory on the fucking team. So let me get this straight. Raw team is made up of former world champions with the exception of Dom. Dom is taken off the team, replaced with the former world champion of Bobby Lashley. Okay. Kinda makes sense. Whatever. 
Rey Mysterio is then taking off the team. Rey, a former world champion, is then replaced by Austin Theory, who is not a former world champion. My head hurts. My fucking head hurts. It does. Make it make sense. Please, somebody, help me. Help me understand. Raw gets a thumbs down for its stupidity. Because when there when there's good things on the show, it, it's good. And then when there's idiotic and dumb things on the show, it's idiotic and fucking dumb. Over on NXT 2.0, this ain't it. I think I've said that for a month now. Tony D'Angelo beat Dexter Loomis. What? Jacket Time, that's a dumbass fucking name, and Odyssey Jones beat Diamond Mind. The Diamond Mind, sorry. Again. What? Zion Quinn beat Andre Chase. I would like for Andre Chase to get a win every now and then. He's very good at what he does. Quinn was then attacked by Legato. Cameron Grimes will be getting a new look. He was beat up at the poker game. Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner beat uh, Jensen and Briggs. Kyle, they point out, you know, why was Wagner on Raw? I mean, on SmackDown. Casey and Canning are now EDM party loving drug girls, apparently. Uh, Okay. Okay. Um, Champa did some Steiner math with uh, Rex. I'm, like I said, I'm never calling him Brown Breaker. Uh, and that uh, uh, Rex uh, has less than a 33 and a third percent chance to beat Champa for the championship. And in our main event, Raquel Gonzalez beat Dakota Kai by DQ. And we'll be getting a War Games match featuring these women. It looks like it will be Toxic Attraction and Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai. Uh, Raquel EO I'm sure I'm missing somebody oh Cora Jade for some reason and I think Kaylee Ray will probably be added to the match (sighs) this ain't it this ain't it 2.0 gets a thumb down it wasn't overtly horrible to my face and to my eyes but whatever over on dynamite it's we get a fresh reset the show's gonna get a fist um hangman we have the hangman page celebration and brian danison turns heel saying that he wanted to face kenny omega this is why i wanted miro to win because you didn't need to make brian danison a heel brian danison could have taken a loss same thing with cm punk he could have taken a loss and Danielson uh, then end up winning a match versus Evil Uno. And Danielson says that he's going to run through the entire Dark Order to get to Hangman Page. So there's Evil Uno, and next week he'll be taking on Cole Cabana. And there'll be Alex Reynolds, number 10, number 5. And they'll probably, the last match will almost definitely be against John Silver. And that was a match I didn't know I needed until I just thought of it. So, yeah. Evil Uno, Coca Bana, uh, 
Allen Angels, Preston Vance, Alex Reynolds, John Silver. Yeah. Yeah, because five and ten are a tag team. Silver and Reynolds are a tag team. Evil Uno and Coca Banner are a tag team. I'm missing, forgive me. Uh, I know I'm missing one individual. He's, obviously, he's not going to take it on Anna J. Who am I missing? Stu Grayson. Stu Grayson. Coca Banner doesn't have a tag team partner. So. He already faced Evil Uno. He's going to take on Coca Banner. That leaves Stu Grayson, Alex Reynolds, John Silver, Preston Vance, Allen Angels. Uh, and he's clearly not going to be facing Brody Lee Jr., but that is. Uh, that is. Okay. That's cool. Um, Orange Cassidy and Tomohiro Ishii defeated the Butcher and the Blade. This is the match where the Butcher um, tore his biceps. I need the Hardy family office to start getting some W. Same thing with Team Taz. Same thing with uh, uh, the men of the year. Nyla Rose beat Hikaru Shida to advance in the TBS tournament. Uh, Serena Deep did get involved, so which is which is great. Cause I, I figured Nyla would win, but we also get to continue the feud between Shida and Serena Deep. If you saw their last match, that thing was mwah, chef's kiss. Um, CM Punk punked MJF. So now we got these two feuding. Leo Rush and Dante Martin defeated the acclaimed. And um, Team Taz still want Dante to join Team Taz. And in the main event, Sammy Guevara retained the TNT Championship against one J Lethal. So, yeah, it was a really good match. Uh, I'm just, like I said before, I'm going to give Dynamite a fist. Wasn't wasn't bad. They really... I don't think they've ever had a bad show, but it wasn't great either. It was a good show, so it was right there in the middle. Um, SmackDown, 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 SmackDown. Um, all of the matches in the middle, first of all, went two minutes. So the first match was 11 minutes, and the last match was actually 11 minutes, but everything else in the middle went two minutes. So SmackDown's going to get a fist. I want to give it a thumbs down, but I'm going to reserve myself from that. Um, we got Roman and Xavier feuding right now. Um, the bloodline beat up Xavier. They trashed all his king stuff. And they'll have a conversation again between Roman and Xavier at the end of the night. Sheamus wins a fatal four-way with uh, Ricochet. Jinder Mahal. I don't even remember who, that, who the fucking fourth person was. Um, Rich Holland got involved. Oh, Cesaro. Uh, Rich Holland got involved, which helped Sheamus win. So Sheamus is now on Team SmackDown. Um, Shayna and Natalia defeated Naomi and Aaliyah after a referee fast count. The referee's crooked. Uh, Sonya denied it. Jeff Hardy beat Riddick Moss. Okay. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura beat Andrew Garza. Okay. Sasha uh, Banks beat Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, I guess these two needed to fight each other before Survivor Series. I would have cl- clearly loved to drag this out just a little bit more. Tony Storm is coming for Charlotte. Charlotte is still ignoring her. Nah, she didn't really ignore her. She blew her off. But Tony clearly has a plan, which is great. We actually have a smart baby face. And Xavier was ready to face Roman. But uh, Roman's coming up by himself. And then now uh, we got the Usos. But the Usos never came out as they were beaten up by Big E and Xavier. And Big E took out Roman. Roman did get a Superman punch in on Big E tried to go for a spear. Big E countered that into an almost beginning. Roman left. So, 
That was our hype for Survivor Series. Um, the matches of the week. Darby out. <laughs> these are from a couple of these are from Full Gear. Darby Allen versus MJF, the AEW World Tag Team Championship match, Lucha Bros versus FTR, Amira versus Brian Danson, Eddie Kingston versus CM Punk, the AEW World Championship, Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page, from Dynamite, Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida, also from Dynamite, the TNT title match between Sammy Guevara and Jay Lethal, and over from Impact, Josh Alexander versus Minoru Suzuki, that forbidden door is still open, baby. And our star of the week, um, it is Jay Lethal. Obviously, some you know the the speaking of allegations are still coming out again. Jay Lethal is in another company, whereas my girl Taylor Hendricks hasn't been signed, hasn't really wrestled, and I'm a huge Taylor Hendricks fan, so um, I'm hoping she can get some work as well. But for now, that is our week in review, and. Survivor Series, the one time of the year where it's SmackDown versus Raw and we're fighting for brand supremacy. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're fighting for brand supremacy when there are no stakes. And a lot of the people fighting for Raw and SmackDown respectively were literally on the opposite brand a month ago. But brand supremacy. That's 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 what we are all here for, right? So, just a, a brief background on Survivor Series. It is an annual event by the WWE. It's one of their big six, originally part of their big four, along with SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, and of course WrestleMania. Survivor Series is the uh, second longest running event only behind Wrestlemania and Survivor Series usually takes place every November we know the schedule right um yeah it's usually categorized by characterized my fault by having we have our traditional Survivor Series matches either you know five they're usually five on five elimination matches uh, men versus men, women versus women. Sometimes we even have tag team versus tag team. Um, this year's Survivor Series is taking place from Brooklyn, New York at the Barclays Center. Also, the event hasn't sold out yet. So that's uh, that's something we should all keep our eye on. Uh, yeah, so that is Survivor Series in a nutshell. Last year's event... Uh, took place at the uh, Thunderdome and let's see what matches we had so in the pre-show we had The Miz winning a dual brand battle royal um, we had our 5 on 5 we opened up with the 5 on 5 men Team Raw consisted of AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus Braun Strowman and Matt Riddle Taking on Team SmackDown, Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and Otis. 
Team Raw obviously had the better people. They won. We had a champions versus champion tag team match as it was the Street Profits, who were the SmackDown tag team champions, taking on the New Day, who were the Raw tag team champions. Uh, the Street Profits won that match. We had a champion versus champion mid-card title match, Bobby Lashley, who was the United States champion, taking on Sami Zayn, who was the Intercontinental champion. Bobby Lashley won that. We had a champion versus champion match again. Uh, the women, Sasha was the SmackDown champion, women's champion. She defeated Asuka, who was the Raw women's champion. Also, I miss Asuka. Um, I need her to heal up and get her ass back here. <laughs> um, we had the five-on-five women's match. Team Raw consisted of Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce. Defeating Team SmackDown, which consisted of Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Bailey, and Natalya. Uh, that doesn't make sense. And Lana was the was the sole survivor of the Raw Women's Team. Lord help me. And we had champion versus champion. Roman Reigns was the Universal Champion, defeating Drew McIntyre, the WWE Champion. He won by technical submission. So. There you go. But on to this year's on to this year's card. Uh mind you, nothing makes sense because it is the WWE. So we will have a uh a battle royal cel- celebrating the 25th anniversary of The Rock. Um she did debut at Survivor Series 25 years ago, and the uh, the the Battle Royal will consist of AJ Styles, Andrew Garza, Angelo Dawkins, Apollo Crews, Cedric Alexander, Cesaro, Jack Gable, Commander Aziz, Dolph Ziggler, Drew Gulak, uh, Eric, Humberto Carrillo, Ivar, Jinder Mahal, Mansoor, Montez Ford, Omas, Otis, R-Truth, Ricochet, Robert Roode, Sami Zayn, Shanky, Shelton Benjamin and T-Bar. So no mace. T-Bar is dominated by Jakovic. I expect uh, uh, Mace to be released soon. I'm not, I don't want him to. I don't want him to lose their job. But uh, I'm assuming this Battle Royale will be on the pre-show. Or they could even open up with it. Uh, who? There's no stakes there, so who the fuck cares who wins? I'll pick AJ Styles. Why not? Why the fuck not? But let's get to some of the other matches. We have our mid-card champion match, which will be Damian Priest, the United States champion on Raw, taking on Shinsuke. Nakamura, the Intercontinental Champion. Um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Does anyone actually know that Shinsuke Nakamura is the Intercontinental Champion? I believe the last time he defended it was a couple weeks before the draft. He doesn't really have a feud with anybody. He's actually teaming up with Rick Beams and feuding with uh, Andrew Garza and Humberto Carrillo. 
So he doesn't even have a, a singles rival. Um, Damian Priest wasn't even on Raw this week. Go figure. So we didn't even build up to this match. First things first. You could easily just say for the month leading up to Survivor Series, people can go back and forth and and feud and fight. That's how you, you know, increase ratings and draw interest for these shows, but they can't do anything as, as simple as that. They just can't. Like, what the fuck? So, that's what we have. Um, Shinsuke's been doing nothing, and there has been a report that's come out like, yo, he's he might be unhappy in the WWE because he should be a lot bigger star than where he is. The obvious pick is obvious. Damien Priest. Period. Damien Priest. Period. Period. Not period. He's getting this new renewed um, push that he's evil and good. Hence the, his name, Damien Priest. He's got new music and he's got this this switch he can flip whereas Shinsuke isn't doing really anything of any consequence right now remember when Shinsuke was just going around low-blowing motherfuckers yo remember that Pepperidge Farm remembers um (laughs) Pepperidge Farm remembers but that is I'm taking Damian Priest to win this match because everything I literally just said it makes it just it just makes it just makes the most sense next up we've got our tag team championship uh, um, champion versus champion match as it'll be the raw tag team champions RK bro taking on the Smackdown tag team champions the Usos now this is a very peculiar case Uh, they could literally use this to start breaking at the seams of RK bro they could they really really could cause Randy's getting fed up with the riddle like yo dog I only care about us I care about this team you gotta stop getting other people's business that's it and they're going like they're going to split by by the time WrestleMania rolls around. It's just a matter of who's going to turn on who. The Usos got to an answer to the Tribal Chief. That's what we have here. The Usos have to answer to the Tribal Chief, so they cannot lose this match. This honestly is a toss up. This really, really, really is a toss up. But I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick the Usos to win this because I just have a sneaky, sneaky, sneaky suspicion suspicion about the main event. So take the Usos to defeat RK. Bro. Um, yeah. <laughs> Next up, we have let's go with Let's go with the elimination matches because I want to save the other two champion versus champion matches for something very. I got strong opinions about these matches.
So let's start with the women's elimination match. We have Team Raw consisting of Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Queen Zelina taking on Team SmackDown, consisting of Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi Blackheart, Natalya, and Tony Storm. Okay, so first things first. Shayna Baszler was on Raw a month ago. On Team Raw, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Zelina were all on SmackDown. A month ago. So why should they care. About fighting. For Raw. Why should they care. Now. We need stakes for these matches. Xavier Woods came up with. That the losing team. And the winning team should have a. Battle Royal. A mini five way battle royal right. And in the order eliminated has stakes so if you're on the losing team right you're on the losing team you have to face each other in a five-way dance battle royal whatever you want to call it and the order that you're eliminated in that match is the order that you will come out in the royal rumble so if you are the first one eliminated in that match you are the number one entrant second you're number two one and two doesn't matter because you come out you're starting a match at the same fucking time so on and so forth. Whereas if you're the winning team, uh, if you're the first one eliminated in that match, you're 26. If you're the second, 27th, so on and so forth, where the winner of that match becomes 30th pick. Look at that. Fucking stakes. My suggestion was that the winning team will get a title shot at the respective champion. So let's say, um, let's say Team SmackDown wins, right? And the final three people are Sasha, Shane, and Tony Storm, right? They face each other in a triple up match, and they get whoever wins that match gets a shot at the uh, women's champion, let's say the following week. Now, if you're the sole survivor, you just get a title shot. It's something, it's stakes. Now, also, they revealed the, these picks for the the teams just on social media and the wrestlers did not know about it until they saw it on social media shows you how much they actually care and tony stern wasn't even originally on the team it was Aaliyah, and Aaliyah was taken off because she's friends with naomi and naomi and sony Deville got something going on tony stern was just added on social media okay so of the matches of the match, of the match. First of all, who's got the better team? Bianca, Rhea, Liv, Carmella, Zelina. So you have three former world champions with Bianca, Rhea, and Carmella. SmackDown's got Sasha, Shayna, and uh, shout out to Natalya and Tony. You have four former world champions Sasha, Shayna, um, Natalya, Tony Storm is a former NXT UK women's champion. On the surface, Raw's, uh, sorry, SmackDown has the better team. I'm just going by better team. SmackDown has the better team. And since SmackDown has the better team, I'm taking SmackDown, Team SmackDown, to win this match. Will there be a sole survivor? Will there be a true man advantage? Um, when you got Bianca and Rhea on your squad, no. As I feel like they'll be the last two to be eliminated from Team Raw. 
Um, I think just SmackDown has too many good people. I think, well, one, Sasha outclasses nearly everybody. Same thing with Shayna and Natalya. Um, Rhea's Rhea and Bianca are right there. The weak spots are Liv, Carmella, and Zelina. And I love all three of these women. So, um, just take Team SmackDown. They've just got the better team overall. Now, Team Raw versus SmackDown for the men. Hmm. Now, this is interesting because I have to use logic. That's something we rarely have in the WWE. So, Team Raw consists of Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory. Team SmackDown consists of Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Happy Corbin, and Sheamus. So, let's just go off of theory. You have Raw has four former world champions. Remember, we, apparently we wanted five, but no, here's Austin Theory. Seth, Finn, KO, Bobby Lashley, all former world champions. SmackDown has three former world champions. And Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, and Sheamus. Now, logically... Logically, Raw's got the better team. You take away Austin Theory. Let's say, okay, so you say, let's take away the weak links from both teams. Austin Theory's declared a weak link. Over on Team SmackDown, I actually don't think there's a weak link because Xavier is out of everybody up here is a true tag team wrestler. Second is Jeff. Jeff's been a single star for a long time, but Jeff started out as a tag team wrestler. And I think that gives Team SmackDown the advantage. Um, no clean sweeps here. No breakdowns. And Sheamus was just added this past week, replacing Sami Zayn. Uh, is there any infighting? Seth is feuding with nobody on his team. Now it's Finn, KO, Leslie. Uh, but on SmackDown, Jeff and Sheamus have some history. So do Drew and Sheamus. That could be the cause for the fall of Team SmackDown. But I am going to go with Team SmackDown to win. Okay. I'm taking Team SmackDown. No clean sweeps. Uh, whether it be a sole survivor Yes. I'm going to just go nuts. And I'm going to pick King Woods to be the sole survivor. Lastly, eliminating. Fuck it. Austin Theory. Whatever. Now, on to our other two matches. Let's start with the champion versus champion for the women. Becky Lynch, the Raw Women's Champion, taking on Charlotte Flair. The SmackDown Women's Champion. Now, if you've been living under a rock, but you're also listening to the show, you know that there is heat simmering, smoldering heat between these two women. Now, me personally, I'm tired of them facing each other. Just like how we got tired of 
Cena and Randy. Yeah, we're here with Becky versus Charlotte. They're facing each other for the 458th time. So the real question is, will the will the will the the animosity and the legitimate heat that they have with each other behind the scenes interfere with this match? Personally, on Becky's side, no. Becky is a professional and she knows how to handle herself. I honestly truly believe that. I think Becky is cool. I think Becky can keep her shit in check. It's Charlotte I gotta worry about. Huh. Like I if there wasn't any heat or animosity between the two, I would say that this would be a very good match. Could possibly be the match of the match of the night. Um, but I don't know. Can Charlotte keep her shit together? Will she end up working stiff? This is the one this this is also the one time where a match really doesn't need any story because there's already so much story there. You just need to touch on like a thing or two here or there. And they've been cutting promos on each other. But I I honestly believe that that something will happen. I'm going to take Becky Lynch to win. I'm taking Becky Lynch to win with the man handle slam. That's where we're going with. Becky to win with the man handle slam. And the probable main event, which I don't think should be the main event. Uh, champion versus champion w- the WWE champion Big E taking on the universal champion Roman Reigns now remember I said about the Usos and RK bro Bruh, why I said the Usos were going to win you have to give Big E the win here. you have to you have to give Big E the win here. You you just do. Like you you just do. You're pushing him as this great great champion. And honestly, when Seth won that ladder match to become the number one contender, I thought Big E would not be champion at this point. I thought Seth would be champion, so they can do Seth versus Roman. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think there's more money in Roman versus Seth for obvious obvious reasons, but. But we've had for the last couple of weeks Roman Reigns feuding with Kofi and Xavier. And now that Kofi's out is Roman and Xavier. So um This gives a little bit of heat to this match with Biggie uh wanting some risk. Biggie did show up on SmackDown to help put a put a nice little whooping to Roman. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my guns and take Biggie to win. I'm taking Big E to win this match because he needs to look good. He needs to look dominant. He needs a good, strong win. And he has won against Drew McIntyre. But 
He needs one more. Roman doesn't lose often. Roman's losing here. So, if you were keeping track of the score, I believe it falls to Raw 4, Smack, uh, SmackDown 3. Raw wins the Battle Royal, Damian Priest, Big E, Becky Lynch. SmackDown wins both the elimination matches and the tag team championship match. So that that's uh that's that's Survivor Series. That's Survivor Series 2021 taking place at the Barclays Center on November 21st. So once again, let's go with these picks. Let me go give you the picks one more time. AJ to win the Battle Royal, Damian Priest to be Shinsuke the Usos over RK Bro, Becky Lynch over Charlotte Flair, Big E over Roman Reigns, Team SmackDown wins both the men's and women's elimination matches. All right? All right? Okay. We're good. <laughs> um, thank you for a great show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming out. I appreciate you all. And uh, check me out on the socials, Instagram, charismatic underscore creations 52 charismatic creations on Facebook, on Instagram and on Tumblr, the 215 over on Twitter. Next week, we'll be looking at the best and worst Survivor Series elimination matches. This should be fun. What is this? Okay, let's <laughs> look at my Instagram. But yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's next week, and uh, I'll see you next week. All right, and and of course, as always, as as always, Zaylee, Gigi Dolan, come holla at your boy. Peace. <laughs>